Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Field Observations with Gary Sides. Today, we bring you the latest updates in feed additive label clearances from Zoetis. Listen in as Dr. Gary Sides, managing nutritionist with Zoetis, discusses the recent feeding approvals with Dr. Aubrey Schroeder, Associate Director of Regulatory Affairs at Zoetis. These two experts will share what the clearances mean for the industry. Let's get started. Good morning. Welcome, Dr. Aubrey Schroeder. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Gary. It's good to be here. Aubrey, you and I have worked together for many years, and uh, as we go through this podcast, I would like to share with our listeners what you do with Zoetis within our R&D and regulatory. But to start out our podcast today, I'd like to uh, for you to introduce a new feed additive clearance that uh, you've gotten approved through the FDA. Well, Gary, it's, it's, it's great. We finally... Uh have gotten a, a recent approval from the uh, Food and Drug Administration Center for Veterinary Medicine that allows us to feed Oreo S700 or, or AS700 in combination with Bovitec. This approval means that beef cattle producers can now start cattle on feed with Bovitec, the onophore that Zoetis offers, and Oreo S700 in a common feed. There are three indications associated with this combined use. These include the use for the maintenance of weight gains in the presence of respiratory disease, along with either control of coccidiosis, improved feed efficiency, or improved feed efficiency and increased rate of weight gain. It's also important to remember to note that AS700 is a veterinary feed directive product. This requires a valid VFD to be in place in order to use the product in combination with Bovitec. Aubrey, that is really great news for our cattle feeders and it'll really impact how we use both Oreo AS700 as well as Bovitec. Both of these products have been around for decades and uh, we've finally gotten this combination approval which will allow our producers to use both Bovitec, the Ionophore as for gain feed efficiency and coccidia control to combine it with AS700, it gives us a respiratory response and it maintains weight gain in the presence of respiratory disease. So, Arbor, you have a really interesting role within Zoetis. And to me, what I find very interesting is that very few producers have probably ever spoken to you, but practically all their consulting nutritionists know you on a first-name basis. So, Arbor, can you tell us a little bit more about what your role is within Zoetis and what you do on a daily basis? Sure, Gary, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and what I do. I'm a dedicated regulatory affairs scientist working in our uh, VMRD division in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I've had a long history of working in the animal health industry with a focus on livestock production in the meat industry. Uh, lots of issues, obviously, that we've experienced over our lifetimes with livestock uh, production in, in the meat industry. And one of the other things that's really exciting that I get a chance to do is work on new approvals, whether it's single approvals or combination approvals for Zoetis. I work with the Center for Veterinary Medicine, or CVM, to get these new product approvals for medicated feed additives primarily, and then the various combinations of those feed additives uh, of the products that Zoetis has in our portfolio. Part of obtaining a single and a combination approval is to examine the packages that uh, we have. There's data that's generated and, and ultimately compiled and sent into CVM to be reviewed 
Well, one of the things that we ultimately have to send in and get approved through the CVM is what I'll call industry-friendly and understandable labels, and also then the combination approvals. That sometimes is not a simple task. So my role, to boil it down and, and think about it one way, is to is to put together the theoretical ideas behind how we use products, uh, the regulatory interpretation of how the theoretical thought behind a label meets up then with a practical real world situation that you live in working with producers on a day-to-day basis. I have to work with CVM to figure out a way to, to make the science work in a way on a label that in reality and in the real world that the producer can understand that, uh, that label and make it work in their livestock operations. Sometimes it's not an easy job and can take lots of discussion with the scientists at, and regulators at the Center for Veterinary Medicine to make that happen. Well, Aubrey, I know it's a challenge. As as I've gotten to work through you over the past 10 years or so, I've uh, actually got to experience some of the the work and the detail you have to go through to get this uh, regulatory process through. So how did you get started in this, Aubrey? What, what was your role prior to Zoetis, and how did you get involved in regulatory with our federal agencies? Well... I was raised on a livestock and grain farm, showed livestock in 4-H and FFA, and was uh, involved in uh, the animal health industry and in, in doing research in graduate school, uh, both in livestock and the meats area, and, and did a master's and PhD. Uh, after finishing the PhD, I uh, went into uh, working in the uh, animal health industry for what's now a competitor of ours. And uh, it focused my career in animal health with the primary focus on livestock and, and meat industries for over well over 30 years now, uh, actually working industry. Seems like a, a lifetime, which in fact it is. I've been with Zoetis now for over 10 years and worked in this regulatory role with our medicated feed additive portfolio now for over seven years. It's been a, an interesting and a, and a fun run during the time. You know, Aubrey, these new product approvals are not inexpensive to, to, uh, to get approved through the FDA. So, so why do we invest in these additional approvals and clearances? What, what's in it for us? What's in it for our customers that use these products? Sure, good question. And sometimes we, we ask that question a lot in, internally. But, you know, one of the things we keep focused on is, you know, customer is certainly important to us, and uh, without them, why we won't be existing. So Zoetis is dedicated to helping our customers to be successful and profitable as part of uh, providing these products and new combinations that work reliably when producers use them. As I mentioned earlier, uh, sometimes take there there may be a knowledge gap between what uh, the science says can work and and the the understanding of the science and how things work at the the regulatory level and how the real world works. So sometimes it's it's uh, my role to fill that gap as I'm negotiating the labels and to explain and educate with the, the reviewers at uh, the Center for Veterinary Medicine in order to get these products approved and, and into the to the real world. So um, why we do it? 
you know, it's, it's valuable because producers need to be able to, to use these products with the confidence they know that they're using them on label. They're using them that will, will be uh, in, in cattle, their, their livestock, and ultimately produce safe food and a secure food source for, for consumers when these animals go to market. Also, it can take a lot of years. So why does it take so long? Oh, my. Yeah, it sure can. Um, there's times where, uh, you know, we work through the process and, and it can take, uh, on some of these combinations, it can take several years. And on some new chemical entities, it can take seven to 10 years. So, uh, you know, it's just a, an interesting process we have to work through. Uh, sometimes regulations change. Sometimes interpretations of regulations change. And we've seen that happen over the last six, seven years. Uh, sometimes it, it's a matter of new, new uh, material information coming in, or as I mentioned, uh, an interpretation of uh, you know, how the regulations uh, are enforced. And that's some of the things that I'm dealing with right now as I work with the Center for Veterinary Medicine, is that uh, I'm trying to, to provide the information that uh, they need from a scientific review. If we need to generate any new information and data and analyze that information and then review the science. So that can take a number of years to get uh, that all throughout the system within CVM. And there's, there's set time frames that they are given to operate and make decisions. And part of my job is to have those discussions to go back and forth with CVM and improve their knowledge of the of the livestock production and to uh, bridge those regulatory gaps and what seems like it ought to take one or two discussions sometimes it can take years to get done and i'm in the process of doing that with some some of the approvals and and the ways we we've used products in the past to try to get those back at this point in time uh as, as you hear about that with the producers that call you so every day I'm, I'm trying to work you know, diligently with my, my other colleagues here at, at Zoetis, and we talk about some of these problems. And I'm in, in constant touch with different folks at CVM trying to understand what their needs are and, and moving these projects forward and ultimately to address the needs of the industry. So um, there's, there's a need on our part at Zoetis to have someone like myself serve as that point person coordinating a bunch of these projects, talking to folks at CVM that can interact with folks like yourself and producers, learning and knowing about the, the ins and outs of, of what the industry needs in order to keep these projects moving. So ultimately, we end up with these approvals that uh, allow the, the uh, livestock producers to operate uh, more, uh, I'll call it more freely. Well, Aubrey, I know that our technical services team within Zoetis really appreciates the work you do to keep our consultants informed and to work with the CBM to get these products approved and the combinations uh, put in place that will help the industry. So these are great insights. Uh, thank you for sharing those with us today. So as we wrap this up, uh, tell me again why you think this work is important for cattle producers and uh, why Zoetis believes that we can uh, invest in these combination approvals uh, for the better of the industry. Sure. 
So it's, uh, I and, and, and others within Zoetis, you know, think it's certainly important uh, for products like uh, like these two products to, to now be able to be fit in, in combination um, to pursue those those combination approvals to keep up with the needs of what cattle producers have in the field and, and certainly to deal with the issues they're facing on a daily basis and to keep them certainly competitive as they're producing protein and meat. Um, being able to use these, these products certainly is important and we need to make sure that people understand how they're used to be, to be on label. And it's certainly paramount to, to be uh, using products on label to provide a safe and secure food products for our consumers. For Zoetis, it's continued investment in the success of our producer customers by continuing to bring more solutions, providing more options and flexibility for the use of our feed added portfolio and the, the future success and longevity of our, our producing customers. Thank you, Aubrey, and thank you again for taking time to visit with us today. And uh, we'll be working together on these future combinations. Thanks, Aubrey. Have a great day. Thanks, Gary. Thank you for listening to Field Observations with Gary Sides. For more information on Zoetis feed additives, visit www.cattlefeedadditives.com. REO S700 Important Safety Information. Withdraw REO S700 seven days prior to slaughter. Do not use in calves to be processed for veal. Caution, federal law restricts medicated feed containing this veterinary feed directive drug to use by or on the order of a licensed veterinarian. Bovitec important safety information. Do not use Bovitec in calves to be processed for veal. Do not allow horses or other equines access to feeds containing lazulosid, as ingestion may be fatal. Feeding undiluted or mixing errors resulting in excessive concentrations of lazulosid could be fatal to cattle and sheep.